Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from April 28th until May 5th. We close out April and begin May on Saturday. And in fact, May 1st is also known as Beltane, which is the midway point between the equinox and the solstice. It is a celebration of energies coming to fruition and rising up, and it happens every year on May 1st. And you may also know this day as May Day, where it's customary to gather flowers and leave them for another person on their doorstep or in somewhere they would find the flowers. So definitely a lovely energy here as we move into May. And I also want to give a shout out to a lovely woman named Mary Kennedy who teaches about these cycles through her program, The Celtic Wheel. You can find her on Instagram M-A-R-I Kennedy Wisdom, where she teaches about these cycles of energies, what they're about, what they show us, what they reveal. It's really wonderful wisdom. So I just want to give her a shout out because I really appreciate what she teaches. And she's also on YouTube sharing more about these festivals and, of course, the energy of Beltane. Astrologically, we still have some very interesting energies that we're moving through here. And I actually wanted to start today's show by picking up on some of the energies from the Scorpio full moon that we just had on April 26th and 27th, which also coincided with Pluto stationing retrograde at 26 degrees of Capricorn, nearly 27 degrees. And what this meant was there was a big invitation to go into ourselves in some way, to go into a part of ourselves that maybe is unconscious, a shadow aspect, something within us that perhaps has felt powerless. Uh, This can be an emotional and intense energy experience. And it was really strong the first half of this week as the supermoon was closer to the earth than most full moons are. So that means it really works with our energy fields in a stronger manner and we feel things more intensely. Uh, There could have been a sense of going into some deeper, darker places in yourself. It could have felt like you were on an emotional ride, maybe a lot of tears, maybe a lot moving through you because this was about looking at parts of ourselves that maybe we didn't see before that we didn't understand or something came up and it really triggered you or it really brought up an emotional wound or something within you that had that intensity behind it. Now, of course, this could show up as something that you're very passionate about, that you're desiring, that you want. And part of the Scorpio energy as well as the Pluto energy is that it does allow us to eliminate what we don't want who we no longer are, what no longer resonates. There is an elimination process that can be one of the gifts of this energy where you say, I don't want to go through that experience again. I don't want to choose that again. I don't want to move in that direction again. Like This is where something can come up to your awareness that reveals more of how you've been operating. And I feel like what it shows us is where we are healing and forgiving ourselves, where we are looking at something with a new level of consciousness and a higher wisdom. And perhaps we're understanding more about our own needs, what's really under the surface, what we really need to feel safe and stable. 
Now this is one of the gifts of Taurus season. And over the next week, the sun continues its journey through Taurus, moving from the first deacon into the second deacon. And the deacons of every astrological sign are about progression and growth. The first deacon is 0 to 9 degrees, then 10 to 19 degrees. And as the sun moves through these degree points, there is a maturing, there is growth, there is a progression of energy to understand more of what you want. And this is one of the energies that Taurus opens up for us. What do I want in my life? What do I need? What is correct for me? It's in alignment with me and it feels solid. It feels that it's self-honoring, that it's reflective of what matters to me. And this energy can also show you where you've wasted money, wasted time, wasted uh, investments, uh, where things have maybe been not as rewarding or fulfilling, either as you expected them to be or as they were previously. Now, because Taurus is a fixed sign, it typically doesn't want change unless that change is intentionally chosen, unless there's that internal sense of, yes, I want what's next, or yes, I'm ready to shift something in my own life. All of the fixed signs have to instigate change from within because there is that reluctance or hesitation to make change. So when we have fixed sign energies, as we do right now with the sun in Taurus, Venus in Taurus, and Mercury in Taurus, we're getting clearer on the yes and no's in our life. In this is what I want, this is what I don't want. This is what I need, this is what I don't need. Now over the next week, we're going to have the sun in Taurus make a conjunction to Uranus at 10 degrees. This happens on April 30th on Friday, and it's something that happens once a year. Only once a year is the sun conjunct Uranus, and this is where there is something that breaks free, is released. Uh, There is a sense perhaps of a new understanding, a higher consciousness coming through, because Uranus is the energy of the cosmic mind, higher intelligence, universal wisdom, where maybe something really shakes you, and this can be in a positive way, and you realize this is what I want, this is what I need, this is what matters to me, and I don't want to waste time, energy, or resources on anything else. There can also be some type of truth that comes through with Uranus because it's a fast-moving, electrifying energy that will hit you like a lightning strike and help you understand something about yourself that you find very important or valuable. And chances are this is not something totally new to you because we just had Mercury and Venus move across Uranus last week, so something's in the mix. Something you've been considering, contemplating, sitting with is already revealing itself to you as a priority. And I feel like with the sun and Uranus, this is a life priority. This is not just what you do on a Monday. There's something bigger here that's taking shape and taking form. There's something rising in your own truth system, in your own value system that really matters to you in how you want to live a good life. And it feels that big. It feels that significant. And the energy is going to continue to build and develop until the May 11th Taurus new moon. 
And I am going to have that chart for you on YouTube on Friday, April 30th, where I'll go through the energies of the Taurus new moon on May 11th. But we're building to something clearer and more solid. And that energy is working within us. And so if you look at the past week or the past few days as what you were purging or eliminating, you were also rising in your own self-awareness about who you are now, what calls to you, what matters to you. And the bigger overarching question of what does it mean to live a good life on my own terms? What does that mean to me? Very big question, obviously, but there's something where the universe is bringing this up to our awareness so that we are in alignment with what we really want to create, build, and experience in this lifetime. So I feel like that's one of the main energies over this next week is that perhaps you're understanding more of your yes or no column on your list of life priorities. Maybe you're getting clearer on what you need. And I feel like this is also within us, within our own energy systems. Uh, This is where the energy is meant to be stabilized within us. That stability could be tricky, however, on Friday with the sun conjunct Uranus. But we're also shaking something off. And it could be because the sun is involved. There's something in yourself that you no longer resonate with, you no longer want, you no longer like, like there could be something that's been percolating that you're realizing, I'm not this person anymore. I'm really not this person anymore. And I'm ready for the truer aspects of me that are emerging and growing. So the energies of April, as we close out the fourth month of the year, really want us to have a sense of what's in our value system, what's in our hearts, what is a part of your life that really matters to you, where are you applying consistent and determined effort and energy to something that matters to you. And Taurus is known for being a slower moving energy. It is the turtle of the zodiac, uh, but the turtle won the race, right? So it's the energy of slow, steady will get you there, but what are you moving towards? And I find that it's really fascinating to look at the zodiac cycle, the progression of energy in a way that can help connect some dots for you. And one thing about both Aries and Taurus energies is that they are pre-verbal, meaning they come before Gemini. Gemini is the first air sign. Gemini is about speaking, expressing, verbally talking. But Aries and Taurus energies are pre-verbal. So Aries is where you want something, where you're inspired, you're setting an intention, and you're going to go for it on your own terms because that Aries energy will just do what it wants. It won't check in. It won't communicate. It will just take off and do what it wants to do. Then we have the Taurus energy, which is the first earth sign, and it is about what is seen, what the behavior is, what the results are, what's tangible. So when you put these energies together, the Aries energy is where you set the intention, and Taurus is where and how you show up. What is the behavior that supports that intention? What is demonstrated? Because behavior is communication, right? You can ask anyone who works with animals. Uh, We know that animals talk to us at multiple energy levels. But when 
your dog is hungry when your cat is hungry, they're showing you what they want, right? They're very clear in their behavior. Behavior is communication. Behavior is reality. So if you wanted to run a marathon and that is your Aries intention and you put on your running shorts and your new kicks and you're ready to go and then the Taurus energy is how you show up with that intention, well, you can either show up by going for a run or getting on the treadmill or doing something that demonstrates that intention or you can go sit at Starbucks for two hours and that also demonstrates your intention through behavior. And of course, you're going to get a different result if you're sitting at Starbucks for two hours instead of working on that intention to complete a marathon. So this is a good way to look at the energetic alignment. And where are you in alignment with an intention? And how does the behavior demonstrate it? And as you are assessing this in yourself, you can look at perhaps multiple areas of your life where you're ready to put something into new alignment. And again, this is before the energy of Gemini, which is where we then discuss and share, ask questions, uh, gather more information, where we communicate our intentions. But right now, there's an energy here of, are you in alignment with what you want? Are you following up on an intention? How is your behavior demonstrating what you want? And what can you shift or change if you're in another lane or you went off in another direction or you're not doing anything at all? We also have this Mars in Cancer. And Mars is how we go after what we want, how we follow our passion, or our desire. And when Mars is in Cancer, we can feel that we're sidestepping, that we're moving sideways, that we don't want to take direct action just yet. There can be a sense of moving from the left foot to the right foot, but then there can be this feeling that rises up that gives you a clearer understanding. Now, Mars in Cancer is interesting because Cancer energy relates to the past, It relates to either the immediate past, like last week or last month, or it relates to your childhood and your family of origin. It relates to how you've been able to trust your feelings in order to take action or to go towards what you want. And it can be inconsistent. So this is a Mars who can have a burst of energy and then nothing, who can feel ready to go one day and then want to do nothing the next day. And every energy combination is unique, especially when we have multiple planets moving through 12 different astrological signs, creating unlimited amounts of aspects. All of this to say, when Mars is in Cancer, we're meant to trust our gut and we're meant to trust our feelings and our intuition because Cancer is a water sign and it's a feminine energy. So what you can do is look at how you handled something in the past and if that really was true for you. Because I feel like what happens with Mars and Cancer is that we can be triggered by things that we aren't even aware of that happened four years ago or, again, two decades ago. Like you could have this unconscious spinning or reaction to something that isn't in the present moment. So Mars and Cancer is where we do have to stay aware of what am I responding to? What is my reaction? What am I feeling? What am I processing about something? And is it even about 
today and this moment? Or is it related to something that happened a while ago and it hurt me? Or I don't want the same outcome, so I'm moving through some fear with it. We go slower when Mars is in Cancer, and we tend to find our energy going into other timelines or other experiences that formed us. It can be like your first experience of not getting picked for the team or your first experience of presenting a piece of artwork or or presenting or standing in front of your peer group for public speaking. And what was that emotional imprint? Because that will then shape and form what you expect will happen going forward, even if that's no longer going to be your reality. But you see how this Mars and Cancer, it pulls us into other places. So it's like this energy can feel like there's really a lot shifting through us that is meant to bring up greater clarity and understanding around how we've been moving through life, how we've been making choices or operating or going after what we want. Because this Mars and Cancer is actually bringing up many levels of ourselves, many layers And certainly it can be activating the emotional body where we store these memories. We store these unconscious parts of ourselves that we don't even know are there, but they form us and shape us and sculpt us into who we are today. But when we stop and ask the question, is this happening right now? Is this really what's happening in my reality? Or am I responding to something from long ago? Am I responding to something from my family? Am I responding from a place that relates to my relationship with my mom, which is the cancer energy? So there's deeper questions to ask right now, and that might not be where you go at first, but that is what's happening at deeper levels of our energy is that we actually can see more of how we've been living our life and even how some of our value systems and what we thought was important has been absorbed from other people. So as we move through the first half of the zodiac here, we went through Aries season, now we're in Taurus season, we're meant to really strengthen what matters to us on your own terms. What are you choosing? What are you deciding? What is your life direction? What matters to you? That's where I feel we're gaining strength around Again, how you want to live a satisfying life and what that looks like. Because when you understand what that looks like, then you put your energy towards it. You put the action and the behavior towards it. Now, there is some good news here as we are moving through these deeper questions and more intense understandings. And what we have going on is Saturn at 13 degrees of Aquarius is trining the North Node at 12 degrees of Gemini. That North Node in Gemini is going to be active, especially in June and May, May and June. And what that means is we're going to have new ideas and understandings around what we are creating. This is new information, uh, new conversations, new ways of sharing ourselves, new questions to ask. I feel like the Saturn trining the North Node is significant. Because there's something that you've been contemplating. Maybe it's even been too heavy in your mind. I mean, this is where 
that Saturn in Aquarius can be stuck in its head too much and just spinning, especially because it's a fixed energy. Uh, Aquarius is a fixed energy, just like Taurus. And so the fixed energy, it will spin over and over and it won't reach a decision or it will just keep thinking and overthinking. But there's a connection point here where there is new information coming through. And I know I mentioned this last week that you might not have the full story yet. There might be things you're missing. There could be details that you don't see, you don't have. There is a waiting it out period because the sun is going to square Saturn at 13 degrees on May 3rd. So it could feel like you're sitting and waiting. And there's gifts in this. There's gifts in observing yourself, in looking at where your energy goes when it can't fully move just yet. There is... I know I mentioned this last week, a stagnation or a locked energy that is fixated. There's a fixation here on something, uh, perhaps whether that's an experience, something you're moving through, you're trying to solve, you're trying to do anything. I feel like we need to relax the energy somehow by moving it out of the mind in whatever ways work for you. Now, that can be talking it through with a trusted friend writing it out, but I feel like it's beneficial just to talk to yourself. Talk to yourself, but speak it out loud because you have to get it out of the head. So talk to yourself in the car, talk to yourself in the shower, talk to yourself in your home. Um, The actual speaking of the words and hearing yourself can be very interesting. And again, it alleviates any type of mental pressure. And I feel like part of what we're seeing in ourselves is where we are trying to do too much in the mind. And there's maybe an over-reliance on the mind. But the Taurus energy does bring us back to the body and the physical self and the movement of the body, the movement of energy, uh, where it's not only stuck in the head. And this is something that's been ongoing. It's an issue, a situation, a relationship, uh, something in your life that has already been in your mind. And maybe it felt intense last week as well when both Mercury and Venus were squaring Saturn. This energy is slow. There's a slowness right now that can't be rushed because we're really meant to understand something at a deeper level. I feel it's a pattern, a routine, some kind of behavior that's been on repeat or on a loop and the universe is like requiring us to just sit in it just sit in this for a second and consider if this is in alignment with the life you want with who you are with your values and with what matters to you now the saturn energy is also revealing where we've taken on too much information from others Because Aquarius is the tribe, the groups, the communities, other people's understandings, other people's ideals or visions, kind of like this other person has a certain vision for your life, or they want you to listen to what you want them to do. Um, Saturn is an elder. Saturn can be the mentor, the guide, the boss, uh, the parent. Uh, It can be a, a dominant energy that we can have a hard time challenging because we often respect the Saturn energy. So look at where you've taken in or taken on any opinions, ideals, information, 
or visions that aren't your own. And maybe that's where you feel stuck. Maybe that's where the energy is stuck, where you know you have a lot of people saying a lot of things, but you're realizing through this Taurus energy, this isn't me. This isn't what I want. This isn't what I need. This isn't who I am. This isn't what my life's about. And that's where the energy can feel stuck and it can be hard to communicate it at this time. But that will shift in May as more planets move into Gemini. So there's something here that we're meant to solidify what's truly you and what is not. And again, maybe you just draw a line on a piece of paper and you understand what you want and how does it line up with what other people have told you or taught you, what other people have expected of you? Because that can be a big thing too, where they expect you to live your life a certain way, or they expect you to do something because it's what they want or because you've always done it. This is a bit like, well, I'm expected to follow a certain path because it's everything that my family wants. It's everything that my friends expect. Um, It's what I thought I even expected of myself. So looking at the energy of expectations from others is really strong right now because that's the discomfort. And what I'm getting around that is interesting. We all do this unconsciously. You know, if you're a parent, you expect certain things of your kids, right? You expect them to keep their room clean. You expect them to finish their dinner. I mean, that stuff is out of survival, right? Or just a little bit more day to day. It's like the smaller things of life. Uh, Maybe it's about, you know, developing manners and how to be polite and how to be a good citizen in the world. But the other type of expectations that I'm feeling here that are coming from other people are actually out of line. Like, it's not their business. It's not their choice. It's almost like this energetic infringement that is very unconscious and very unaware. And I think of this as even, you know, I'm a parent and my son is very clear in who he is and what he's about, even as he's very young right now. But I have to maintain my own boundaries that he's a different being than me. He's going to do things differently. He's going to have different dreams in the world. And it's not my role as his parent to tell him what his dreams are or to tell him how to live his life or to give him anything that isn't truly who he is. So it's like this energetic infringement is when there's too many blankets put on someone, too many expectations, and it becomes a heaviness, it becomes a burden, it becomes this sense of obligation that can take you out of alignment with the truth of who you are. And I feel like there are some deeper patterns here that we're meant to look at where you look at, well, where have I taken on other people's expectations? Where have I participated in the obligations for whatever reasons? You know, maybe it's because you didn't want to let someone down. Uh, You have a really big heart. You're an empath. You're a sensitive. Um, You also, and this is where I'm going a little bit deeper here, maybe there have been times when you stood up for yourself or you pushed back or you said, no, I don't want that. Then you dealt with a blowback. Then you dealt with the consequence. Then you dealt with that reaction or something from that other person that felt really terrible. And then it shut down your desire to stand up for yourself or express yourself or say what you need to say because you've lived through that loop or that cycle of what it means to stand up for yourself and you didn't like that experience. Again, this can be very unconscious. We can be very unaware of this where there's something in our programming that says, oh, I don't want to speak up 
and say something because I know how they're going to respond. I don't want to deal with that kind of response. It's easier to stay in line. It's easier to do what I'm told or to stay in this lane of obligation. And this can play out in a workplace. This can certainly play out in family dynamics since family is often a big part of our soul groups and we can have a lot of soul contracts with family members. There can also be the energy of just how you show up as yourself in every area of your life. And if it hasn't felt authentic, if it hasn't felt true to you, it gets really uncomfortable. And I feel like what we're experiencing right now in this energy is where we've shifted, like where you've grown and evolved, where you're no longer that person and you're no longer wanting to stay in that lane. You're no longer wanting to do what's expected of you. And there's been these big shifts that have unfolded, certainly throughout 2020, but also this year and beyond, where there's something about being true to yourself in a whole new way that can feel both scary and exhilarating, which is very normal where we feel many things at once, or we go back and forth in the perceptions or the possibilities. We go back and forth because we're in this new territory. There's this new sense of self that is blossoming outside of a previous comfort zone. And so we are being pushed to grow outside that comfort zone, and it could be very uncomfortable, but it's also a slow growth right now. It's slow. It's like there's this sense of, oh my gosh, I just want to be over this. I want to be past this. I want to be on the other side of this hurdle. But the universe is saying, look at this. What is happening here? What is the pattern? How are you showing up that is your own pattern? And that's where your power is. That's where your responsibility is. And that's also where to shift the focus. Because with both Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius, we can be really focused on other people's energies, on what's outside of us, on what we're feeling at a collective level, what we're perceiving. But the four planets in Taurus are saying, what do you want? What matters to you? What are you requiring of yourself? That's your responsibility. That's where you are in charge of your energy. So if, for example, there's something that you are trying to figure out or choose and you can sense that you're going to have a response from another people, another person, they're going to be disappointed or they're going to tell you their thoughts or they're not going to agree. You know, we can sense that, right? It's kind of like even the fact that the anticipation can get really big (laughs) before something is discussed or communicated. What is playing out in this energy is that there's a lot of support for solidifying what you want. And it's almost like the energy outside of you can feel that it's not as bright. It's sort of like it fades or it's muted or it's fuzzy, where if it was bright and clear and really strong before, I feel like there's more support for what you need and what you want. And you could look at it as the energies outside of you, the people, the group, the family members, the friends are actually spiritual teachers at this time helping you strengthen yourself, 
strengthen what you want. Like you can use this energy in your favor, you know, turn it around, flip it around where you see it as this is benefiting me in my clarity around who I am and what I need in my life. And it's not about them. It's not about them at all. In fact, what happens for a lot of people who are the leaders in their families, in their soul groups, um, in their workplace, is that you set the tone energetically. You actually change a behavior. You change a pattern. You raise the energy. And other people feel that. And they have their own choice points to make. Are they going to understand more of who they are? Are they going to see other choices? Are they going to step back and allow you to live your life? Are they going to allow you to be you in the world? And this can be unconscious. And maybe the answer is no. Maybe they aren't going to see it that way. And maybe they're going to be disappointed and upset. And they're going to think that you let them down. But all of that is projection. And they're probably maybe going through something in their own expectations of themselves that they haven't fully embraced and maybe they feel let down in their own life or they feel disappointed in themselves or they hold themselves to high expectations or high obligations that they're not fulfilling so they put it on someone else. I mean, I'm totally playing armchair psychologist here. But the bottom line is none of that's yours. It's not yours unless you allow it. And this is where things get really interesting when you're sensitive when you're an empath, when you've been in these loops, is that you realize, what have I been allowing? What have I been participating in? I don't want this anymore. I don't want to play this game or I don't want to play this role. I don't want to, basically what you're saying is, I don't want to be in this type of energy exchange. And that is the awareness that can illuminate the pattern and show you where it's time to get stronger, clearer, where you separate the energy. You know, it's like you pull it apart. You separate it out like yarn. <laughs> you're separating it out. And you're saying, that's your pile. This is my pile. Let's be clear. This is my life. That is your life. This is my energy. That's your energy. There is a separation happening now. But again, it's not fast. It feels very slow. And it can feel really uncomfortable and not easy. Because we're understanding more of what is essential to our own energy fields and it's through the extractions that we can see where those parts of ourselves were latched on or hooked to other people's expectations of our lives where we've also hooked into obligations or responsibilities that aren't ours and i feel like this energy coincides with that scorpio super full moon also Pluto stationing retrograde. It's going to be retrograde until October 6th. And that is the invitation into our own underworld, into how we've been agreeing to things and giving away our power out of these obligations or expectations from others, again, from elders. And I feel like what we're reclaiming here can be a little bit scary. It can be a little bit uncertain. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to piss someone off. I don't want to deal with them. I don't want to deal with their attitude or their behavior. I don't want to have that conversation. The energy right now is about getting clearer and stronger in yourself. And then later in May, there is more support for the conversations or communications that you need to have. 
Of course, this can be different for everybody. Or maybe, yes, you're just ready to say something. Now, we have Mercury in Taurus trining Pluto in Capricorn at 26 degrees on May 2nd. That's Sunday. And then on May 3rd, Mercury in Taurus squares Jupiter in Aquarius at 28 degrees before entering Gemini on May 3rd. This energy over the weekend is a bit like the strengthening of that throat chakra. Words are clear. Words are coming through that you're feeling powerful around. And maybe as Mercury squares Jupiter, you blurt it out. You can't hold back. You've got to say what you need to say. And maybe it comes out big or strong or forceful, but allow it to meaning trust yourself, whatever you need to say, because this is a deeper energy here. This is, it feels quite significant for many people where you didn't realize what you were carrying or holding onto or what you've felt was necessary. It's interesting. I'm hearing to be a good person. This is what it means to be a good person, whether that's in your workplace or in the world or with family or just whatever that's been. I feel like that is shifting. And that certainly is not about anyone else. That's about your own terms, which is Taurus. How do I live life based on what I value? What matters to me? What's essential to me? So over the next week, look at what's coming up for you around energy that's outside of you that you have felt or experienced internally, and it's not truly yours. And look at where you're being gentle with yourself through these understandings because it can be easy to be hard on ourselves and look back and be like, oh man, I really gave my power away there. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize what's been going on here or what I've been circling in with this person. We can feel our energy sink, but that's just part of the process of learning. And then you get to that place of, but I realize it now, but I see it now. And that's worth a celebration. That's worth really recognizing yourself for. And then this is also where you can have new requirements of yourself. This energy is going to keep building until that Taurus new moon on May 11th. So this might be a theme for you where you're understanding, again, what is essential to you, where your energy has been I'm going to say infiltrated, or perhaps you felt an infringement of other people's wants, desires, and needs upon yourself, and where you're ready to stand stronger in your own personal values. This is daily values, life values, uh, values being how you want to live your life, you know, what you want to experience, what you want to create, what matters to you. So these are very big areas. And I feel like we have a gift of time right now where the universe is saying that, yes, it's moving slow so that we can have deeper understandings and also cement in some changes to choose the change. Again, that's important with the fixed signs. And since we have strong Taurus energy and strong Aquarius energy, we're choosing the changes we want to make. We're choosing what we want, but from a higher place of consciousness, from a more awakened place within ourselves. And by the way, this is where the soul contracts change. 
and they're just done. You're like, I'm not participating in this. And then you do a dramatic tearing up of the contract and you shred it or whatever. You're like, I'm done with this for myself. And that's really important as well is to come from that intentional place where, okay, this has served me. I get it. I see what I've been choosing. I see how I've been showing up. I'm changing this for myself on my own terms. I'm shifting my own expectations of myself. I'm shifting my own behavior. Now, I was looking ahead into May. And by the way, the May 2021 Soul Growth Astrology Program is now available. It's the coupon code TAURUS to get it for 11 bucks. And May is the beginning of eclipse season. And that's when we have very big choices to make because there's timeline changes happening with the Sagittarius lunar eclipse. It's a total lunar eclipse. Uh, Those of you who are in my 2021 Soul Growth Astrology program that goes over the full year, you may want to log back in and check out the energies of this lunar eclipse because there's a lot of release, there's a lot of stuff moving and shifting and changing, and it feels exciting, but it is about choices, and it's about what am I choosing now, based on who I am, based on what I've learned, very big eclipse energies, so of course I'll keep talking about that as we move into May, but just know that what we're moving through right now is very important, and to love yourself enough to listen to your heart, listen to what you want, listen to what you know is true for you. And as you do so, you also give other people the opportunity to do the same, where you give them the space to make their own choices and to honor what's best for them. So it's a very interesting week here where we're definitely feeling into some bigger issues in our lives but we're also really supported in making the changes and rising up in our awareness of what matters to us now. So I feel like this podcast episode was a little bit deeper than others, but I hope it's beneficial. I hope it's given you some good things to think about and sit with. Of course, you can come back and listen again as needed, and I hope it resonates with you and anything that's been coming up around some big themes of change in your life. I hope to see you over there in the May 2021 Soul Growth Astrology Program. There's four videos, including one all about Jupiter entering Pisces, where we look at what that means in your own chart. So that could be really informative. I also just did an episode for you on Monday, April 26th, about transiting Jupiter moving into Pisces uh, for two and a half months and what that opens up as well and how that energy changes. So check out that podcast episode if you're interested because that is an energy that affects all of us and works with all of us. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time, energy, and presence for this podcast. I hope it is supporting you and I look forward to connecting with you for our next shows every Monday and Wednesday. I have more videos on YouTube that you can always check out, and I will have that Taurus New Moon video for you on Friday, April 30th. Take good care, have a beautiful week, and I will see you soon.